Midland County Great Start Collaborative Director and a facilitator for our community listens. Today I'm going to share with you some parenting skills and some things we can work on as adults that might be new to some of you or a refresher for others. As with everything we do as a parent, we need to remember that our children are not adults yet and their brain is not fully developed until about age 22 to 24. So as our child develops and grows, our primary goal is to strengthen connection with our child and help them develop a healthy social emotional intelligence. Today we're going to talk about how we approach confrontation and conflict as adults. How we approach these situations as adults impact our own life as well as the lives and actions of our own children. Take just a moment and think about a time when you had to confront another person about their behavior, or even a time when you were witnessing a conflict between your own children. How did you feel and what did you do? When someone else's behavior is a problem for us, it's a challenge to get ourselves in a good place logically to handle the situation. I know that when I have a problem with another person, I get pretty emotional and worked up about what I'm gonna do about it, or even if I'm going to do anything about it. And when I'm watching my two children have a problem with each other, I really get emotional and frustrated, and it's hard for me to handle that situation. Some people yell, some people avoid the situation. It really all depends on you. Most of our reactions to conflict and confrontation are not typically positive. But our reaction to conflict and confrontation has been developed over time. We have created habits in our own brain. The conversation we have with ourselves is almost automatic by the time we are an adult. If we want to improve our ability to confront another person and help our children to do this in a better way, we have to change how we think about confrontation. How do we get beyond our own bad habits? Think of your brain as a muscle. It has muscle memory. How do we make this a more positive learning experience for ourselves and our children? Before we even think about how to approach the conversation with the person that we're having a problem with, we have to have a conversation with ourselves. So let's break this down. Step one. Step one is to pause, to stop. It sounds kind of easy, right? But not really. Because again, your brain has muscle memory. It wants to do what it has always done. It wants to think what it has always thought. And being logical with yourself when you're emotional is pretty challenging, but it can be done. We can react logically even in stressful situations. We do it all the time when we're driving a car. Think about it for a minute. You're driving a car, you're going down the road, and all of a sudden, let's say a deer runs out in front of your car. That's pretty stressful. It's pretty emotional, but you think logically and you hit the brakes, hopefully. So when you're having problems with someone's behavior or your children are battling with each other, the first step is to pause and stop. Step two is to start to practice the new conversation you're going to have in your own head. Telling yourself that this is a learning experience and an opportunity to connect more deeply with another person, to understand that other person, is the talk you can have with yourself. It may sound a little cliche, but confrontation really is just a problem to approach together with another person and work out a solution. And then step three is to be sure that you are thinking logically as you approach the confrontation. At our Community Listens, we have many other snippets and webinars on how to create a confrontation message. 
and it can help you develop a healthy message for that confrontation. But the key for today is just changing the muscle memory in your brain so that you're able to think through developing that message. So let's look at a few examples. Let's say I'm at work and a coworker in my office is regularly using speakerphone and it's preventing me from concentrating on my own work. I might need to confront them about this. My initial feelings are probably ir irritation and frustration, but before I confront, I can either look at this as an uphill battle or I can see it as a chance to understand why she uses speakerphone, what is happening with her and how we can solve this problem together. Another great example is in my household. So right now I have two teenagers, they're almost adults and they still argue a lot, particularly because right now they're both home quite a bit. So if my two teens are fighting, I feel frustrated and hopeless when this happens a lot, but I need to change the conversation in my brain so that when I approach them to help, I can see it as a chance for them to grow their communication between them to connect better and to learn together. When we take the time to pause, when we calm our own emotional level down, then we are able to access the logical part of our brain. And that really helps us think through situations. Changing the conversation in our brain takes practice. Sometimes we're gonna do it well, and sometimes we won't. Take time to reflect on your successes and challenges and keep trying. Don't give up just because it doesn't go well one time. Emotions are important and they play a key role, but I always like to say, give your logical brain the last word. When we as a parent do this and we model and coach our children to see conflict as a learning opportunity and not a battle or an opportunity to avoid another person. We can help them develop brain habits that they will use in life in a healthy way. And it is never too late. It's okay if you have older children and you're just now starting this practice. Just keep practicing, you're modeling it for them. We can help their brains develop and we can help grow their emotional intelligence. Thank you for joining me today.